rainy coming up tomorrow, so enjoy it today. Get out there and pound the pavement today, teach. NFL tonight, Thursday night football, Chargers at Raiders. Is that what you do when you're looking for a new job? Pound the pavement? Yeah. Uh, you're yeah, telling, you telling me to look for a new job? Uh, isn't that uh, – I was just saying go for a walk. Is that not a way to say go oh, for a maybe. walk? Oh, maybe. I always yeah. took that as uh, that's what you do when you go look yeah. for a job. Well, but. that's true. I think you might be right. I might be wrong. <laughs> There's a uh, NFL triple header coming up on Saturday. I like it when we get to this part of the NFL season, TJ, when we got some Saturday games too. Here we go. Noon, Vikings and Bengals. 3.30, my Colts hosting the Steelers. Huge game for Indy. Um, night game, Denver at Detroit. Those are all on Saturday. Sooner men back in action on Saturday night. It's an 8 o'clock tip. I don't know why. It's an ESPN Plus game, so I'm not sure why it's an 8 o'clock tip Saturday night. That's awfully late. Green Bay, the opponent. All right, teams, we're down to seven undefeated teams, Okay. Here is who everybody else plays this weekend, the other six. So OU's got Green Bay. Should be a win. Take nothing for granted because we had some massive upsets last night in college basketball, but should be a win. Clemson undefeated at Memphis. That'll be tough. Houston takes on Texas A&M. That game is at Houston. A&M's pretty good, but the game is at Houston. Baylor plays Michigan State Saturday in Detroit. Detroit basketball! Michigan State is sub-500, I believe, right now. Arizona and Purdue. Potential national championship matchup. They'll play in Indianapolis Saturday. Arizona's unbeaten. Ole Miss unbeaten. They play Cal in San Antonio. And the other is James Madison. They are at Hampton. So I would say after Saturday, I mean, there's a good chance we're down to like three to five unbeatens after Saturday. Arizona's got a tough game. Baylor has a tough game. Clemson's got a tough game. Houston, potentially tough game. So we'll see. We'll see. So what you're saying is the Sooners should be top five after that. No, I do think they'll be top five. 10 when they play Carolina, assuming they win Saturday night. Uh, Creighton lost last night. They were number eight. They got beat by Kevin Kruger and UNLV. Bad. 79 to 64. Way to go, Coach Kruger. Uh, Northwestern ranked 25th lost to Chicago State. Chicago State was number 335 in the net rankings. 75-73 75-73 last night. So, anyway, we'll see. Is it just television, the tip time Saturday? But it's an ESPN Plus game. Oh, it is? Yeah. I thought I had just assumed that was a television programming thing, but it, I was like, man, what a it, weird time. It, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I was asking because I didn't ESPN know if OU was doing game. something special that I hadn't heard or was aware of for this game. Santa's going to be there. That's pretty special. Huh. Let me double check that this is it. Because otherwise, why just put it when you want to put it, you know? Right, yeah. That's why I, I thought was at, maybe I, the I, women, maybe just, it was a double header, but they're not playing at home. I just Saturday. assumed it was an ESPN or ESPN2 programming thing. Okay, let's see here. I got it right here. It is an ESPN Plus game. Hmm. I was under Very the impression 
if it's ESPN Plus, we can kind of play it whenever we want to play it. But maybe that's wrong. I don't know why they would care if it's streaming when we play. But well, maybe it's a broadcaster situation. I don't know. It'll give me something to listen to on the way home, so that's good. Being that late. Where are you going to be? That's the uh, evening we'll be at uh, my mom and dad's for our Christmas. So, Oh, down in uh, the Arlington, Arlington area. Arlington, yes. All right. Well, so. safe travels, and thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, you know who else listens? Apparently, Danny Stutzman. Yeah, how about that? That's kind of cool. <laughs> it was kind of cool. He was driving around listening to the ref, he said. <laughs> These fools don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> well, accurate. 100% accurate, but thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. All right, let's talk about the schedule, TJ. Big news of the night last night, the first SEC schedule drops for OU. Now, we knew who they would play, but we did not know the order, and now we do. Uh, OU, this much we did know, will open on August 31st against Temple at home. Game two, September 7th, Houston. At home. And game three, September 14th, Tulane at home. Uh, That's not, like, crazy easy. No, like, not with Houston know. and Tulane. No. No. The SEC opener then, September 21st, Josh Heupel in Tennessee coming here. We did know that one already. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, Here's where we get to what we didn't know. The first SEC road game will be the next week, September 28th at Auburn. We get to see the Eagle. First Hopefully ever SEC road game, Jordan Hare. What do you think about that? Um, I think that's a good first road game. Why? Uh, great environment, good enough yeah. team. Yep. It's not like you're at Vandy or something, you know, which we knew right. they weren't on the schedule. But you, you get what I'm saying. Like, uh, It's not Georgia or Alabama. It's not, it's not overwhelming. Uh, it's a know. winnable game. Yes. yes. I mean, they're all winnable. But it's, it's a winnable game, but it's still going to be a very cool environment. Very cool environment. Like at Ole Miss, competition-wise, team-wise, I would have been a little more concerned with if that was your first one. So You think Ole Miss is better than Auburn? Um, right now they are, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They are. Atmosphere is not going to be anywhere close, though. No, no. Like, Jordan Hare compared to Oxford. They're crazy regardless, yeah. Yeah. Um, worst booth in America for our first SEC road game, so I'm not looking forward to that. Here's a fact. Um, I haven't put this one out yet. Maybe I will today. I don't know. But, uh, I looked up the size of all of the... Video boards in the SEC, TJ. <laughs> Auburn, biggest video board in all of college football. How about that? Auburn is? Yeah. When did that now, happen? I mean, they they bought it. What do you mean, how'd that happen? I said, when did that happen? Oh, um, a couple of years ago, maybe. Huh. I mean, it's been within the last five years, I believe. I'm trying to see where I wrote this. Texas down. is scrambling right now after hearing that information. <laughs> I need to look up what Texas's new board is. Anyway, I think at, at least uh, according to my research, which obviously I haven't completed, OU was going to be number two in the SEC. 
their, their video board was the second biggest to only Auburn. But I can't remember. The Texas just did build a new one, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I thought they had the biggest, but like that could have been three years ago when you're right, three or four years ago when you're right, and these other teams have passed them now, so I don't know. Uh, let me see. I bet it's bigger and better in Texas, don't you think? It's got to be. I mean, that's the World rule. Record. That's Texas Motor Speedway. I don't want to get lost in this. I'll look right, this up. Yeah. I'll look this up. Go okay, so at Auburn, then a bye. Then the Texas game will be October 12th next year in Dallas. Both teams receiving a bye going into that game. Yeah. I would like to, if I could pause here and say thank you to the person on Twitter. Uh, yesterday I put out the SEC fact of the day about uh, how far it is to all the campuses in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody reminded me that the uh, OU Texas game is actually played in Dallas. So thank you to that person for reminding me of that. <laughs> I can't get one out without somebody yelling at me about something, Teach. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> thank you, that person, for letting me know that. I will let that person know that in every other sport, we do actually go to all. Right, right. But thank you. Uh, then after the Texas game, October 19th, Shane Beamer and his Gamecocks coming to town. The next week, the 26th, back on the road to the Grove at Ole Miss. This seems to be, I don't know, this seems to be the road game that OU fans are looking forward to the most, maybe? It's the only one of the ones last night that I Googled. Far from my house. Well, I just put it out yesterday. I didn't see your tweet yesterday, to be honest. I didn't see that one. I put out the mileages to all the SEC <laughs> campuses. <laughs> do you follow me? I do follow you. I did. It did not ever come up yesterday. I did not see your fact of the day yesterday, now uh, that you're saying this. Ole Miss is 561 miles from Norman. Uh, it is the fifth closest campus. Of the 15 others in the SEC. So, I mean, not bad comparatively, but that's a long ways for you to drive. That's 10 hours? Uh, It was eight hours from my house, a little over eight hours, like eight hours and 14 minutes or something like that. Okay, all right. Could you do that? Well, I have a house in between, so I could stop there and just cut it down. You don't have a house in between. Sort of. You have a house slightly closer (laughs) to Oxford. So it's eight hours from that house? No, it's eight hours from Norman. Yeah. Okay. So are you thinking about going? I'm thinking about it. I don't know if it would ever Look work at out. This. I don't know if it'll ever work out, but we'll see. This supporting the Sooners on the road thing is getting into your blood a little bit. <laughs> no, the getting into a good conference is getting into my blood a little bit. Because you went, you've already been to all the all the other the ones. Big I've 12. seen them a thousand times. Right. I'm like done with them. Come on. <laughs> all right. So after Ole Miss, back home to play Maine, the Black Bears on November second. Now, Maine is not in the SEC. TJ, this is a non-conference game. Then we get into November, and this is when the fun gets ramped up. November nine at Mizzou. By week on the 16th, November 23rd, Alabama in Norman. And then the weekend of Thanksgiving at LSU. 
That game is right now listed as November 30th, but as they said last night, it could be moved to either Thursday or Friday if they decide. So we'll see when they play that. We really need that to be Saturday night is what we need. So, I mean, what jumped out at you after seeing all that last night? Well, obviously, after September 21st, you're not going to see the team much the rest of the season is one thing that jumped out at me. So you got South Carolina, the only home game in October, and then you get Maine and Alabama there in November. What do you but, mean? You got three more home games. I had three more. I don't know. I just, and it just Texas. The, the, made it look to me like I, that, that Maine game, and I just kind of— Seven home games. That, that Maine game, I just kind of scratched out and said, man— we only have one home game in October and one game in November. So kind of like completely. I know I completely overlook it though because oh, <laughs> I'm not used to a, a non-conference game falling there, and it's Maine. So I was just like, that doesn't even count. So there's only two home games left. Um, you know what? You're the kind of fan that makes Joe just beat his head against the wall. <laughs> we have seven home games next year. And we're I know, in the SEC, and the first four of them are, is, four of them are gone. After the first four, we don't have any more. Four of them are gone by September 21st. It just jumped out at me. So I know there's okay, still three left. Uh, tough stretch, obviously, there in November. Like I said, at Missouri, bam, at home. It's at home, but it's not like that's going to be an easy game. Then you head on the road to finish things up with LSU. So tough stretch there. It was a weird feeling. Like, I get the texter earlier, like, shut up. We already knew the teams. I get that. We were waiting on the dates and how the schedule fell and how you're looking at, man, how do you, you know, you're at Ole Miss and then, you know, what happens after that? It ended up being Maine. So you're like, all right, that's all right. It gives you some time in there before you hit the road again against Missouri. So you want to see how it lays out. But even knowing the teams, I sat there last night still feeling like it wasn't real. Like I kept I kept thinking this was like a long non-conference schedule and I was waiting for Baylor to pop up and Kansas State. <laughs> it was just a weird feeling and it was an exciting feeling that I didn't expect to have knowing we knew all the information anyway. But it was really cool to see and to see like, boy, look at that home schedule. That's That's really awesome. Tennessee and South Carolina and Alabama and um, so it was a cool feeling that I really didn't expect, but it kind of, you it got, kind of you hit me your different. Blood yes. Yes. So yeah, I agree. No, it was awesome. It was awesome. Well, I texted and, the, the fellows on the crew last night. I was like, our, our job is great. It's about to be ridiculously fun. Yeah. Like some of these places we're going to get to go and these games we're going to play in is just, it's about to be, uh, it's always been awesome, but it's about to be awesomer. I, I did, I mean, you know, the whole perspective last night was, uh, you know, how tough it's going to be on OU to play those physical teams at the end of their schedule, which sure. I get it. Yeah. That's true. That's two tough games. But Three it's going to be tough on Bama and LSU too, you know? I mean, Bama is used to lay up, then Iron Bowl. That's how their season ends every year. Lay up, then Iron Bowl. Mm -hmm. The Citadel, then the Iron Bowl. Now they've got layup, then at Oklahoma, then Iron Bowl. Uh, LSU's got to close the season with Oklahoma. What a game. What I mean, I, there's a very real possibility that a college football playoff spot is on the line. Sure. But Oklahoma goes to LSU for a night game in Death Valley. It's entirely possible that's the case. Those last two or three weeks, I mean, people are going yeah. to be getting eliminated from that possibly. So even Bama's with the 12th schedule team. next year, by the way, 
is brutal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. I'm trying to pull it up here real fast. Uh, SEC Mike is a good follow, by the way. You know, do you follow SEC Mike? He made my one hundred. No, I don't know no. who he is. I think he's got a SEC podcast, but he does like great graphics and things. Um, anyway, just a suggestion out there. Mike's not uh, paying me to endorse him. Uh, let me pull up Alabama's schedule before we get a break here. Okay, they've got uh, at Wisconsin in week three. Should win that, but still, Camp Randall yeah, on the road. Yeah, that's a tough environment, yeah. Then they got to play Georgia in the regular season. They usually don't do that. At Tennessee, at LSU, at Oklahoma, and the Iron Bowl. <sighs> Gracious. People may be right. Uh, come January, there may be an announcement from Nick Saban. <laughs> like, I'm out. Yeah. Somebody else deal with that. Georgia's schedule is not any easier. I mean, those two teams have a bear of us. Was it uh, – who was it that they uh, kind of unanimously agreed had the toughest schedule last night? It was uh, Florida, right? Let me pull up Florida's schedule real fast, TJ. Don't go to break yet. Hang on a second. Listen to this schedule. Um – it's just going to bring me up a bunch of Florida political stuff, I bet. Okay, here we go. You ready? Tell me when you're ready for Florida ready. schedule, TJ. Okay, I'm not quite ready yet. Here we go. Okay. Miami, that's their opener. Texas A&M. They have at Tennessee. They have Georgia at Texas. Close the season at Florida State. Well, here's their... Here's the November for them. Well, the last five games for them. Georgia at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss at Florida State. Oh, gosh. No, thank you. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. That's Hightower Clinical. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Several different opportunities out there with colitis, Crohn's disease, certain cancers, arthritis. Maybe a trial that works for you or someone that you know. Find out more information, HightowerClinical.com, or you can call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. No matter who gets to read what ad, you can guarantee TJ is doing the Broadway show and the liquor store ad reads, and the ref army loves it. Yeah. Ah, thank you, Camo Sooner. Thank you for loving it. By the way, if you need a great Christmas gift right now, Joe's Place right here at 1330 East Alameda has great holiday gifts. While you're in there, you may see Myrtle the Turtle or the Cat in the Hat, part of the crew from Susical the Musical playing now oh at the Sooner Theater. Everybody's got his lane. <laughs> that would actually be great if you saw the cat in the hat in there before show. <laughs> Give me it a is, bottle of whiskey. It is It is a little bit upsetting that uh, we don't have any more dirt track racing in the city <laughs> area. So if anybody else out there is wanting to advertise some dirt track racing, TJ's great at that as well. Friday night at State Fair Speedway. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Based on current rankings, Toby, what is OU's 2024 strength of schedule? Can you look that up real quick? Figure that out. High? Uh, two. It would be two right now. Very high, very right. high, yeah. Uh, what could we call the LSU game or play for a silly trophy? 
Oh, to replace Bedlam, I think he's meaning there. That's Jeff from OKC. Well, it's not going to be that every year. No. Because um, even when we go to the 3-6, which everyone seems to think that's going to happen soon, I don't think LSU will be an OU's 3. Could be. At that point, if you got a team you're going to play every year, I think you can start to do a trophy thing. But just for the sake of answering the question, TJ, an OU-LSU uh, trophy, what, what would it be? The Boomer Bayou Bell. No, Boy. we have Bedlam Bell. I was about to say something similar to that, so that's crazy. Um, boomer Bayou, the Bayou ba- Boomer. The, the Boomer Bayou Battle, and you're just fighting for the— Boomer uh, Bayou Battle. You're just oh, fighting for a trophy, yeah. You're fighting for a trophy like made of swamp water. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be more LSU, I guess. Right. <laughs> red dirt and swamp water. <laughs> the red, uh, the Red River adjacent battle. I know that's already come too close to the Red River. Uh, I don't know. We'll think about that, guys. So now, how many SEC teams get into the twelve-team playoff next year? A minimum four every year. Minimum yeah. four. I think that's right. Yeah. And there'll be some years that it's five. I think. Yep. Yep. I mean, we're about to have only four Power Fives. One of the spots, as of now, is going to be taken by a non-Power 5. Maybe two, unless they change this 6 to 5. Um, and the SEC and Big Ten are probably each going to have four most years, at least. From Sooner Banker, he says, Maybe I just overlooked it, but I never remember watching a two-hour special on ESPN about next year's Big 12 mm-hmm. schedule. SEC, it's just different. And it just means more. It just means more. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it, it it hasn't. They have had schedule reveal shows on the SEC network every year, but on the mothership ESPN two hour show, no that that is entirely driven by the excitement of Oklahoma and Texas joining the conference. That's why that happened last night because of us, TJ. That's right. But physically, we're. Not quite ready. Jonathan from the 405 says, OSU, LSU, the okra pot. Uh, <laughs> the Red River Bayou battle is what this nah, person I don't think we can put Red River in there. Uh, monster truck guy wants him to create a crab brisket trophy. Um, I want the hogs as a rivalry. A lot of snorting and no bite. That's from frat bro Mark. So that will be a thing. Across the board. I, I don't know if Arkansas is going to be one of our three if we move to three. It makes sense that they would be, but I, I know it's more complicated than just who are your three closest combatants. But in basketball, baseball, softball, everything across the board, and even in football, Oklahoma, Arkansas is going to be a thing. That is about to grow into something. Yeah, and you have to take into consideration those other sports because I think that. I mean, it'd be cool if that's what happens in football, but I think it's even better in what you just said in the other oh, sports. Yeah. I mean, basketball already it would build excitement. Two. Yeah, baseball, football. Uh, the last three years, OU Arkansas has been incredibly entertaining. Mm-hmm. You can tell their coach doesn't like our coach. I don't know how our coach feels about their coach, but I don't know how anybody likes Musselman. Baseball is gonna be a thing, man. We're just too close. We're gonna recruit after the same guys. We're going to play every year. It's going to be awesome in baseball. 
I don't know how good Arkansas is in softball, but I think they've been good, haven't they? An NCAA tournament team? Uh, seems like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's going to be great. Uh, let's see. Arkansas here. will replace Oklahoma State as OU's second biggest rival. We'll still play Bedlam, you know, in all the sports except for football in some form or fashion once a year here or there, you know. Bedlam will still happen, but Arkansas will become, over the next 10 years, Oklahoma's second biggest rival. That's my prediction. Uh, the Boomer Bayou Clash. Thank you, Texter. I am not going to say that about your trophy. I will not call, will not call it that on here, but thank you. Uh, this one wants our best pro- prognostication on what OU's record will be next year. Rome. I've from already Pot, given mine. Uh, from I can't County. find a loss in it. Well, let's let's say let's let's say what is the let's give the uh, three toughest games. So, what is the number one toughest game on their schedule next year? Um, boy, they they'll lose Daniel. So, I would think at LSU, but tougher than Bama, they'll be going through a quarterback change. Bama's probably the toughest, even being at home. Looking at that, yeah, with the quarterback change. I, I that's I think that's fair. Even though the game's in Norman, right. it's still as far as we know Nick Saban. It's still Alabama. Mm-hmm. So let's say Bama won. Okay, what's number two? Um, number two would be at LSU. Why? Because uh, I'm assuming that's a night game, and all games are tough in Death Valley. So I'm just gonna. Give there them is another odd. team on this list who is in the college football playoff this year. Hmm. I'm looking that over. Yeah, we mentioned Alabama. You're right, yeah. No, there's another one. Hmm. You're a big fan of this team. I'm not a fan of that team. I'm not even going to say it. I, I don't consider that ever. So at, at LSU's number two for you. I'm removing that from the equation because it's a game we've always played, I guess, is no, how I'm looking uh, no, we're at just, that. No, we're just saying the three toughest games on the schedule. I'm going to say at LSU, then tougher, yeah. Number two. Okay, what about number three? Texas. Yeah, I think you've got it right. I mean, it's hard to know yet who's going to be on teams. Like they said this a couple of times last night. We don't know exactly what these teams are yet. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the – I think Texas is probably better than LSU. Obviously, this year they were. Next year, probably Texas is going to be a little bit better than LSU. Right. We'll see. But the game is in Baton Rouge. So I think it's safe to put uh, LSU ahead of Texas. So I think you've got the right three. Because two, they've got to prove it to me. Well, they may very, I mean, they very well may they very well year. may win the national title this year. Texas is a really good team this year. They've got to prove to me they can put it back to back and continue to grow, and they just don't drop back to a four loss, well, five loss team again next year. I'm with you. You're right, and I feel the same. I feel harsher about Texas than you do. I think Oklahoma is not in any way intimidated by texas no certainly in that game they walk in with bravado and confidence and i don't care how good texas is like this year we're going to beat texas here's a here's a little saying i made up tj you can adopt it if you'd like there's only uh two things that i know for sure one oklahoma only fears god and two texas fears oklahoma something like that that is good you should put that on a t-shirt and sell it but that, is, really that is not the feeling with LSU. 
No. <laughs> among you and a whole lot of people in this Thank fan base. Thank goodness. You are terrified about going to Baton Rouge. Thank goodness I am out of the country during that game. You walk into the State Fair of Texas with your chest out, yes, chin up, saying, right. we own these dudes. <laughs> you will wet yourself if you have to go to Baton Rouge. I did last night. you are night. scared to death of Thank them. goodness I have tile in my living room and kitchen. It was an easier cleanup. Break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, I got your video board information, TJ. Maybe I'll put this out today. This is pretty interesting. Who cares? Uh, I do hope somebody does that every day, by the way. Poor Ronnie Crimson got blasted yesterday because he put, who cares, because he was being funny. It was funny. Sure, I yeah, laughed. Right. And some guy got onto him for it. <laughs> Biggest video board in the country and in the SEC is at Jordan-Hare Stadium in Auburn. Okay. 10,830 square feet. Now, unfortunately, it sits right above the radio booth, so we can't see it while we're calling a game. If you nice think I'm going to stop complaining you. about this booth, it's never going to happen, all right? It's just god-awful. Now, maybe they'll move it this year. We'll see. Second largest video board in the SEC is at uh, Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium, 7,849 square feet. Um, smallest? Do you want to take a guess? Who has the smallest video board now, well, now, my guess is got, Vandy because they don't have one right now. Everything's just tore up. So everybody's got multiple boards. Okay, we're talking about the biggest screen in the building. All right, you know we're not adding up the square footage of all the boards. Like we're talking about the big one on the south end zone at Owen Field. Okay, so who's got the smallest big video board? I would say that's probably going to change once they're done with these renovations. But I'll go with Vandy. Vandy, three thousand six hundred square feet. Man, I there are my living room. There are four smaller than that. Really? Kentucky, 2960. Missouri, 2400. And the smallest two video boards in the SEC. LSU, 2,160 square feet. So that's about the fourth of the size of OU's video board. Wow. And the smallest, Alabama, 2,010 square feet. I would have never have guessed that. Now, what Alabama has is four identical small video boards in each corner. Oh, that's right. Yep. Now that you're saying kind of that. Kind of tucked between mm-hmm. the first and second deck. Yep. That's what they've chosen to do. But uh, that's kind that? of interesting, isn't about it? that? I hesitate. You guys have me hesitant now on these because I'm prob- I'm going to put this is the, according to the research I've done and as soon as I put it out somebody's going to say actually you're a foot off on Georgia's video board you guys you've you've you borderline ruined this for me so <laughs> we'll it started out as fun <laughs> that's torture yeah i some pe- I do feel like some people live to try to correct other people that's what to be that's Kurt what, Keeley during the baseball. That's game. what X was made for, Twitter, whatever you want to call yeah, it. I don't think that's right. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> it does force you to, you know, triple, quadruple, and quintuple check your facts, though. So, um, TJ, let's do a little transfer portal stuff, okay? And then uh, we're going to hit a whole bunch of text messages coming up in the final hour and fifteen minutes of the show. But Sooners got a guy last night, TJ. 
Samuel Franklin. Sounds out like of, a president. He does. He does sound like a president. I hadn't thought of that. That's a good call by you. He's out of Middle Tennessee. He's a running back, Teach. What do you think about this cat? Uh, I don't know much about him. I know he's a running back, and the information you just gave, other than that, I don't know much about him. So, little five nine hundred and seventy pound running back. Yeah. Oh, I got him at five ten. You got him at five nine. Okay. 1, he's listed, yeah, high school. He was not. He's grown an inch. It looks like. Yeah. yeah sure, he has. Yeah. yeah. Thirteen hundred plus yards and uh, twelve total touchdowns last year. And uh, yeah, seems like a. A nice pickup, and certainly a place they need some depth, right? Yes. Because you've lost uh, Major, you've lost Smothers, and maybe they lost Tolly Walker. Maybe. They are bringing in a couple of dudes, but this is something they needed, right? I mean, one, one might be enough, but they definitely needed a running back. It's a room so, you uh, always need that depth there. So, absolutely, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's a pickup that it, they needed. Question for you. 12 total touchdowns for this young man last year at Middle Tennessee. Who among the running backs led the Sooners in total touchdowns this year? Among the running backs. Uh, was it Sawchuck? Yeah, he had eight. Okay, yeah. Tawi, seven. Dylan Gabriel, 12 rushing touchdowns, by the way. Well, then uh, so up. this guy had, just by comparison, this guy had 12. Now it was at Middle Tennessee State. Nickname of Middle Tennessee State, TJ? I did not know this, by the way. Um, I want to say like they have a lightning symbol or something, but I don't know. They are the Skyhawks. Hmm. Skyhawks. So maybe right, so I'm, we're I'm this thinking game. of someone else. They don't have a lightning bolt on their helmet. Mm. I must be thinking of somebody else. Hey, Siri, what <laughs> college football team has a lightning bolt on their helmet? <laughs> I could just be dreaming that up. I could be dreaming oh, that I'm up. Sure you're not, you're not, you're not, you don't just make stuff up. The Air Force does. Yeah, I knew the Air Force Air did. Force. Um, Southern Nazarene. I know who I'd be to. thinking of with them. Why I would think that. Uh, hang on. Who's this right here? Uh, that's the Air Force. That's the Air Force. Someone says uh, uh, he's not Chargers? from Middle Tennessee. Oh, that he's from uh, UT Martin. That's right. UT Martin. You're right. UT Martin's the Skyhawks. So maybe you're right. Let's see what Middle Tennessee is. Middle Tennessee might have a lightning bolt. The no. Ra- the Blue Raiders. No, that's not a light. I don't know what I'm thinking of then. I got an MT on their helmet. Yeah, thank you, Texter. Yeah. Who see, TJ? Just living to correct us. (laughs) Thanks, Ada Sooner Billy. UT Martin. Is there a difference? No, that's the same no. school, same school. It's the same place. Uh, by the way, that transfer portal news brought to you by Swiftco Roofing I'm and Construction. I'm not done with my transfer oh, go portal ahead. news. Go ahead. Well, he, he can bring you all of it. Go ahead. Uh, Texas quarterback Malik Murphy is in the portal. Not playing in your stupid little playoff game if you need me. Yeah, because of the way we do this, I don't think he can. He can't because of the de- date, I uh, believe. Yeah, because of when the playoffs fall. I mean, he can, but like all the places that want quarterbacks are going to be ate up, you know? I don't know. This is an interesting one. 
I know Teddy loves this guy. He played okay when he had a chance to fill in this year, but he's impressive. He's an impressive athlete. All right, I'm done with Portal now, TJ. Go ahead. Swiftco Roofing and Construction, full-service roofing and construction company, all types of roofing. They can do uh, work related to storm damage. 25 years of experience with every job. Call Brent Swift. Say, I heard the Portal update. I need you to come look at my roof. And Brent Swift will personally come out and look at your roof. uh, 405-831-8222. Swiftcoteam.com. I had a... um... The uh, bug company we use came out yesterday. They were concerned because when they came out for their week, their monthly treatment, do you do a bug company? We have, yes, um, but haven't in the last year or so. We haven't had a problem, so I haven't needed them. So, but yes, we do have someone we use. I said you got you got some like cracks that could allow some creatures in and stuff. You know, like you know, just the age of the homes, <laughs> creatures. Like the roof has separated from the whatever. And, and you know, why don't you let us come check? And I was like, all right, fine. So sure enough, we've got some. Up in the attic, some evidence that maybe something's running around up there or something. That's unsettling. Anyway, the guy's like, I, how about I just, we, we seal up your whole, your whole house. It's of a certain age now. It's starting to show a little wear to where some things can get in. Let's just go out and let's just seal it all up. We'll, you know, we'll uh, uh, disinfect the attic and we'll take care of all the cracks and crevices and all that. Kind of. I was like, all right, what's that going to run me? He goes, let me, do, do, boop, boop. He punches it up and everything. He goes, Four ninety five. I was like, "All right, I'll do that. Sounds good." He goes, and then like it'll be one hundred and twenty five dollars a month after that for the next eighteen months. <laughs> what? And I said, "Wait, so it's not four ninety five? He goes, "Well, four ninety five is what you owe today. The total cost is twenty five hundred dollars." Like, so you just tried to trick me. You tried to trick me into this. They're going by the Shohei Otani method. (laughs) It's very little right now, but we're going to get you on the back end. Don't worry about this part. This is what I need you to hear. It's $4.95. The second part of this, just don't pay attention to the fact that you're also going to owe us another. Is that just for follow up treatments or something? Or both. Oh they come goodness. out and seal what the house, they disinfect. Hey, get you know, out of here. And then they follow up for the next two years with you and everything. So I don't know, man. When you live out here on the ranch like that, you kind of got to worry about things. Like, not just, like, bigger things, you know? I don't want snakes getting in my attic and things out here. But who knows what could crawl up in there, TJ? You know, get out there and seal up your house. Well, that's why I, I, I paid the man. We'll take a break. Back after this. Ref Army, it's time to join us once again for the Refs How Smith Restaurant Group College Bowl Pick'em. Just head to ESPN.com, find the College Bowl Mania link, search for the group Unhitch the Wagon, and enter the password Sooners. If you've joined us in the past, it's even easier. Just click rejoin the league and you're in. So take your shot at great prizes and bragging rights with the Refs College Bowl Pick'em. Brought to you by the How Smith Restaurant Group. A Hal Smith gift card is good for things like dinner at Charleston's, burgers at the garage, brunch at Neighborhood Jam, and a whole lot more. Visit HalSmith.com and spread some joy this holiday season. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. We have mentioned it many times on this show, but iPhones are extremely, extremely scary. We joked earlier, now? you said pound the pavement earlier, and I said, isn't that when you go looking for a new job? And Oh, boy. And 
on my social media during that commercial break. It popped up. You may be interested in this job. And then I saw it and I said, actually, I am. Thanks for letting me know about this. The Texas Rangers are looking for a trophy transport coordinator. Nice. Then after reading the description, I said, I think I could transport the president easier than this and be uh, feel better about it, even if he's falling downstairs. So, but I'm bummed. Very difficult, very difficult job the way they describe it. So you're not in. Does it pay well? <laughs> it doesn't say what the pay is, but oh. it's just funny you say well, you got to take it from like party to party. Or uh, what, yeah, what, it's what like uh, different to? events across the state and region. It says and be able to pack it in certain ways and get it back securely to Globe Life and uh, you know. It was very descriptive on how you're supposed to transport this trophy I bet, around. I bet you got to be careful with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you mentioned that, and then it's like, oh, hey, if you're out looking for a job, <laughs> maybe you'd like this one. We'd see you like the Rangers. Which, by the way, I, I'm not out looking for a job, people. Was I was watching a comedian joke. the other day. Uh, like uh, I can't remember what his name was, but in the middle of his act, he starts yelling out this very inappropriate phrase just over and over. I'm not going to say it on the air. But then he stops. Everybody's just like staring at him, and he goes, "Have fun on your iPhone mentions for the next uh, two hours." <laughs> <laughs> All right, top of the hour timeout. We'll be back.